Hi, my name is Cliff, and I am a compulsive overeater, and uh, am grateful for this opportunity to hear what it is that God wants me to say. Um, I uh, started out uh, when I came into the room on April 1st, 2007. I estimate that I weighed around 385 pounds, and uh, I was over 50 years old, and uh, of course I thought I was big-boned and had a slow metabolism, and I believed everything that the uh, newspapers and magazines, you know, printed, and, um, you know, and I had just spent the last seven years um, with uh, trying to lose weight, my last gasp effort uh, to lose weight was uh, doing long-distance athletic events, 100-mile uh, bike rides, marathons, and Olympic distance triathlons. Weighing 385 pounds, I figured I, I didn't realize it then, but I was trying to be an exercise bulimic, and it just wasn't working. Uh, because they gave me permission through, um, uh, you know, under the auspices of carbohydrate loading and, uh, um, you know, that that I was able to basically binge. It just was, a you know, another name for binging. But uh, so my, all of my work up until then, up until the day I came into program, uh, had been dieting and fitness and working on this, uh, and I weighed 385 pounds. I've got three college degrees, but um, I am most proud of my honorary PhD in stupidity because uh, that's what, what it did because I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I did. I thought I could read the books. I thought I could do the exercises. I thought I could could uh, imitate uh, other people who were uh, fit, and uh, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Let me give you a little bit of background. Um, I have always been overweight. Actually, after I was about six or seven years old is when is uh, when I started putting on the weight. Uh, my grandparents had a catering business. Uh, they catered parties anywhere from 100 people to 45,000. And, um, uh, and I learned how to eat quickly uh, in those situations. And because I was a relative, uh, I was given free reign in the commercial kitchen and the walk-in refrigerator and freezer and anything I wanted. Uh, and it was encouraged, um, but I, I gained weight the first time I remember um, being attacked by sugar or having a sugar attack was probably when I was about four or five years old walking into the kitchen, and there was a stack of these um, um, oh, little squares that had uh, sugar icing on top, and I bit into one of those things and said, I want another one, and um, and so I got my my uh, freedom that way, and uh, my grandparents uh, thought it was a 
pretty neat idea that there was a uh, delicatessen on the way home. Now, we lived in Houston, Texas, mind you. I mean, but there was a delicatessen on the way home from our elementary school. There were only two delis in the whole city. And uh, they gave me a, a line of credit there. Uh, and I abused that. And they took it away. I don't know how long it was, a month or two or whatever it was. But um, uh, my family, uh, when you're in the food business, it's, it's pretty easy to get uh, uh, sidetracked. And my, my grandmother was overweight. My mother was overweight. My sister was overweight. And so was I. <clears throat> And uh, uh, when I was eight years old, my mother told me that uh, I put myself on a diet and lost 20 pounds. And for an eight-year-old, that's a lot of weight. Uh, but it didn't stay off. And um, we were, you know, we were at the, um, uh, at the edge of the diet programs when they had Metrical, and, which was horrible stuff. And AIDS, AYDS, candy appetite suppressants that didn't suppress anything, um, you know, and uh, went on Stillman, on Atkins, on, you know, whatever I are. And there's in the present iterations of keto and, you know, uh, South Beach and whatever it may have been. Um, didn't lose weight when I was 12 years old. My uh, all of the women in the family joined the health club and they felt sorry for me. So they gave me a free membership that I used for 50 years uh, through many bankruptcies and everything else. And I got some other fitness club memberships along the way. And because this was going to be the answer, whatever it was, um, through high school, I tell people I didn't, I didn't go to high school. I went to the high school cafeteria. Uh, and I hated the food, but it was it was so cheap, so I ate more, and uh, and then of course ate on the way home, um, you know, stopping at the convenience stores. I did not know what I didn't know. Um, when I was about nineteen in college, I think it was maybe my first or second year. Uh, my mother, who was one of us, uh, we went to an OA meeting. I went to several of them, you know, um, and uh, never really heard anything about the steps. Saw an orange laminated trifold and a gray laminated trifold, and I figured that was it. I looked at them. They were diets, and I had already done, you know, Stillman, which I think was the equivalent of gray sheet, and, um, uh, but, you know, it was, you know, I, I didn't. I didn't feel comfortable there. Uh, I happened to be Jewish, and it was in the basement of a church, and there were all sorts of icons there, and which is fine. I said, you know, but and you know, I just uh, I didn't connect. Actually, uh, the only connection I made was there was uh, I found that I could have a crush on an older anorexic woman. She was 23 and I was 19. Nothing came of it, but I probably should have thought, you know, or maybe maybe I would have learned about uh, other 12-step programs. Um, but food was my was my nemesis, um, and uh, you know, and I was you know I was in husky clothes and you know went that whole route. 
um, I would lose weight and I'd gain it back. I, when, I, when I was 12, they actually, uh, the doctor put me on what was called bifetamins, which today would be Adderall. Uh, I don't remember being on it for very long, but, um, um, you know, uh, nothing, nothing was working for me. And um, uh, in college, I was, uh, the, you know, I, I, between, between high school and college, between high school and the first year of, of college, I grew six inches. I graduated high school at 5'10", and I was 6'4", uh, by, the, by the end of my first year. But unfortunately, they thought I was on the uh, uh, football team or wrestling team. And so they let me go through the athlete's buffet line. And the thing that appealed to me was that sugar at the end. And I took advantage of that. So um, uh, getting taller didn't help. Um, uh, let's see, I dated some, but I, I remember going, coming back from dates and always being anxious and always stopping at the convenience store for something that would uh, sedate me. And it was always some sugar, um, and it was, you know, bigger quantities of it. Uh, graduated college, uh, went to graduate school, um, unfortunately took a, 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 a career path for a uh, position that is high anxiety, and, um, and, I, and I used food. I didn't know I was using food. And uh, I gained all, well, I'd lost uh, about 90 or 100 pounds and was working out with a friend three hours a day and looked really good. I had gotten down to around 230 and, you know, from being up at around 300, 310. Um, but I gained it all back. Um, my mother died um, and uh, she was only 51, and so I sort of pegged that as my outside date. That, that was, uh, uh, I was only going to live to be about that age. Um, you know, I, I don't understand. I was able to find uh, girls to date, and... Um, um, Two minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the, uh, uh, you know... When my mother died, I remember a few years before there was a comedy show in Houston, and the title of it was uh, Please God, Let Me Die Skinny. And that became my mother's mantra uh, because she was one of us. But she didn't. And, um, and it took a lot of the wind out of my sail. I didn't even know it. Um, I ended up, uh, I got married. We have uh, two, two daughters. Um, I was uh, fortunate and cursed uh, that my wife is not one of us, but, um, uh, you know, I, I learned from her, but I resisted anything, uh, you know, in terms of she was a slender woman and still is, but... Um, uh, I tell people, you know, the uh, the first 25 years of our marriage was not like oil and water. It was more like gasoline and lit match. Now, that's a little dramatic. It's actually a lot dramatic. But, it, you know, I I raged. I, I had a temper. 
I never hit. I just, you know, but still having a temper, you know, my father was had a temper. Uh, he was the adult child of an, of an alcoholic. Um, and, um, um, but after, after we had been married, uh, let's see here. Well, I guess when I, I, like I said, I, I tried all the diets. I tried Weight Watchers. I, I, a half a dozen times, I started out losing about 100 pounds. Then I lost 75. Then I lost 50. Then I lost 40. Then I couldn't lose an ounce. I had the gray weight, uh, you know, for when you got over 300 or 350. Uh, they had to put that thing on there. Um, I, I don't understand. And like I said, my last gasp effort was to, uh, okay, now, okay, I've already lifted weights to try to lose weight. Now I'm going to uh, exercise. I did spin classes. I had a fitness trainer. I did, you know, uh, all of these things uh, and uh, could not could not lose the weight. And it was at that point I said, okay, I give up. And uh, uh, and it so happened I was in this speaking group, and I had been in it for 10 years, and the topic for the day was National Alcohol Awareness Day. And I thought to myself, that is the worst topic I have ever heard. And I'd been in there for 10 years, but it got assigned to me and uh, I went ahead and looked it up, and of course it brought me to AA, and I thought to myself, I wonder what OA is doing. That was 35 years later. I wonder what OA is doing. But I didn't wonder that much because I really didn't want to go because nothing, nothing, nothing had ever worked for me, not long-term, uh, not even short-term for that matter. But I, uh, uh, so I looked for a meeting when there wouldn't be one uh, because I knew that the last time the uh, meeting had been in a church. And uh, so they aren't going to have a meeting on a Sunday. And you know what? I'll bet they don't have one on a Sunday night. So that became my parameter. And I plugged that in to the OA website. And up came one meeting in Dallas, Texas on a Sunday night. And where was it? It was at a Jewish congregation, Orthodox no less. God is grinning from ear to ear, you know, because it was, uh, I, I, I went to that meeting and, uh, and I really, I, I should, like I said, I'm not that smart. You know, uh, I, I really should have just told my wife I was going to a meeting and then just, you know, made it over to the fast food or to the grocery store and pigged out. But I didn't. I actually went. And it was in person and on the phone. And if I'd known it was on the phone, I might have stayed home and just called in for five minutes, said, this isn't for me, and I would have hung up. And I would have missed out on the best part of my life. Even with all the issues, five to go. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I went to that meeting. It was April 1st, 2007. It was April Fool's Day, the perfect day for me to be there. And I heard a woman say uh, that she had lost 130 pounds in a year without exercising. 
I heard somebody else say, one day at a time. So heard someone say, if you focus on the weight, you'll lose the recovery. If you focus on the recovery, you'll lose the weight. And then I also heard, honesty will kill this disease. And I thought, huh, now that's a novel thought. You know, I'm pretty honest. I should be able to lose the weight. I found out I was a liar, and the greatest side the lies I made were to myself. I lied to everybody else. Oh, I hadn't eaten anything, whatever it may have been. But you don't maintain over 300 pounds without putting something in your mouth. Maybe some people have a disease, and a different disease. But uh, I went there. Uh, I had... Uh, I had signed up for the uh, bariatric surgery orientation, you know, and two weeks later I was supposed to go, and uh, I went to it, and God bless you if, you, if you did it, that's fine, I would have done it, I would have been shoving you out of the way, but uh, I didn't have the money, but I went to the orientation, and this uh, tall, slender um, guy got up in the front, and he basically said, no flour, no sugar, no sweeteners, no caffeine. And uh, he didn't say it quite that way. He said, you don't get the flour because it gums up the opening. You don't get the sugar because uh, when you eat sugar, it causes the dumping syndrome. And if you want to drink a 12-ounce diet drink, it's going to take you two hours. So that took care of the uh, sweeteners and caffeine for me. Uh, he then said it will cost $60,000 or right now, today only, it's $18,000, just like you buy a used car, um, and we can finance it for you. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, I'm buying surgery from, from a used car salesman in a white jacket. And, yeah, you know, we people told me the insurance companies and everything else, and I, you know, they said, no, 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 they don't pay, they don't pay, they don't pay. And when I told him my insurance company, he said he looked like a little boy at Christmas, I envisioned. He lit up like a Christmas tree. He was so happy. He said, my secretary, my nurse will call you tomorrow. They're wonderful. And I never got a call. Never got a call. Um, I went to that meeting. I, I had pulled out a piece of paper. Somebody had given me a slip of paper with the name of somebody and a phone number. They said, he's busy, but maybe he knows someone who can help you get started. I called him up, and he said, I'm busy, but I'll help you get started if you'll come to this other meeting. I went to that meeting. He gave me one sheet of paper. He said, we'll start working the steps, but you'll commit your food uh, tomorrow. And uh, he was my sponsor for eight and a half years. We still stay in touch. And uh, and 190 pounds came off of a 53-year-old man without exercise, without pills, without surgery. It was a spiritual uh, transplant. It, it was a spiritual heart transplant. And everybody in the room is on that transplant team. And God is the surgeon. And I am just so grateful uh, for... Uh, this program, and I'm going through a lot of uh, medical issues, call it wreckage of the past, whatever it may be, you know, I've got it, thank you, but 
I I do it one day at a time, and I you know, uh, and I would just like to say to anybody that if it can happen for me, it can happen for you. Because when I walked into the room, you know, when you see a candle, it's lit, and you blow it out, and you see that that wisp of smoke go up. You look back at the candle at the wick, and you see a little orange ember just about to go out. That was me when I walked into the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous. But in these rooms, people on the phone, the people in the room with God started gently blowing on that little orange ember until it came back to full flame. Now, you can't light a room with a little orange ember. You can't light your own path. But when you're full flame, you can light not only your path, but maybe, just maybe, someone else's path who's walking with you. I hope that something I did or said that God inspired me to do or say may have helped somebody. But it's a wonderful program. I still cry to this day. I'm 69. I still cry thinking about where I was and where you and God in this program have brought me. Thank you. With that, I will pass. Thank you so much, Cliff, for your share. Um, I'm going to stop the recording.